Well, hello there, friends. You are listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. Thank you for dialing in and taking part in a lot of these different conversations that I like to discuss pertaining to mental, emotional, and spiritual growth and well-being, because that's what this podcast is truly all about. It is about evolving. It is about enhancement. It is about evolution and expanding our mindset and expanding our heart space and thinking about all of the wonderful possibilities and also at the same time discarding the things that have held us back and that might have clouded our vision or have created roadblocks unnecessarily so preventing us from moving from one point to the next. So when I offer various topics and subjects to discuss on this podcast, I do so with the intention of hoping that you all are able to take something away, to learn something new, to apply something to your own life that might make a change for the better or that might be inspirational for you. And that is the gist of all of these podcasts. Of course, there's a million of these kinds of podcasts, and I'm just one of many that want to offer insight and perspectives on a variety of things that in, that shape our lives on a day-to-day basis and impact our relationships with others, and most importantly, at some level, the relationship that we have with ourselves or with ourselves. So with all of that in mind, team, I want to get into a little bit of a philosophical rabbit hole, if you will. So stick with me and let's journey together down this rabbit hole because today's discussion with a dear friend and client was quite riveting and I called it food and philosophy because firstly, we discussed all of the wonderful food options, places that, that I have gone out to eat in Philadelphia, in Wilmington, Delaware, in Baltimore, Maryland, in New York City, and I was running down a list of places that I found to be extremely delicious. And uh, for example, Bardia in Wilmington, Delaware was one of the places that I suggested to him. And that was such a delicious, super delicious restaurant. And Bardia is a James Beard semi-finalist restaurant. And we, we went there, we, meaning my fiance and I and another friend went there for dinner one night and it was, it was really quite fantastic. So if you ever want to go check out that place, this is not a plug-in, nobody's paying me to say anything about this spot, but it was a subject topic of discussion in my training session with my client this morning and I highly recommend it. But moving forward, the philosophical part, we were talking about that over the past few years with COVID and facing mortality, questioning the meaning of our lives, because I know a lot of us have done that, and looking at our lives up until that point, reflecting, making decisions, deciding where we want to go from here. And because... We, you know, we've all, for the most part, felt this anxiety of 
possibly getting ill and not not faring well because some of the people that we know in our lives have passed away from COVID. So mortality was at the top of the list. And that begins to create this moment or opportunity in the in one's mind about questioning where they are in their life, what they've done, what they want to do, what they didn't get a chance to do, uh, the meaning of relationships, deepening relationships and connections and doing things to help foster those connections and deepen those relationships. At least for me, that has been the theme for my life for the past few years. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's possibly the theme in your life as well. Although I don't know what your life has been like over the past few years, I'm speculating given my interactions with others and conversations that have taken place that lean to the very thing that I'm saying to you right now. And with that in mind, the past few years for me have been highly reflective, which is why I am doing what I am doing, which is why I'm absolutely invested in completing my education formally at Temple University. That's my bucket list item. My next bucket list item will be to travel to Hawaii, right? So it's looking at your life and saying to yourself, you know, do I have any regrets? My answer to that question is no. At present, I don't, I do not have any regrets at present. I might look back and think to myself, oh, I could have probably made a different decision, but that's the decision that I made at that time based on what was happening at that time. And that's okay. I did the best that I could at the time that things were presented. As far as the now is concerned, we, we meaning my partner and I, we make decisions together. So there's this now this opportunity to where we start to make decisions for our life going forward, being that we are moving into the marital space. However, individually, what is it that I would like to do for myself that I know that will be a benefit? And those are the questions that I have. Those are the questions I continue to ask myself on a daily basis because I don't want to look back on my life and say, man, I, I wish I I wish I should have done that. I could, I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? And then there's a regret. So tying this into a nice, neat package. One of the courses that I am taking this semester is called Death and Dying. It's a philosophy course. It is also a religious course. And it's looking at the the concept of death and dying from an academic perspective. However, we are human beings. So we are also looking at these concepts from an from a humanistic perspective as well. How we relate to these subjects, how we feel about them, what they mean, how they impact our behavior, our thoughts, what we do in life, our relationships with others and the relationship we have with ourselves on multiple levels, emotional, mental, physical, medical, right? Physiological, energetic, spiritual. And one of the podcasts that I had to listen to for an assignment this week was the death. Uh, it was about the concept of death and dying. And in that podcast was mentioned something called a death exercise. 
And the exercise basically is a reflective exercise. The reflective exercise is about if you were on your deathbed and you're looking back on your life, what is it that you could have done or that you wanted to do and did not get a chance to do? What are the things that you might have done differently that you feel you could have done differently or should have done? And, and what can you do about those things now? So if you or I were on our deathbed and nearing the end and we look on the whole totality of our time spent on this earth, what do we have in our mind that we say to ourselves, gosh, I should have done X, Y, or Z things. So from that reflective standpoint is why this death exercise is important and even critical when it comes to how you choose to proceed going forward in life. And circling back to the discussion that I had with my client this morning, that's the reflective activity that we were discussing about COVID over the past few years. And his sentiment was if, if that whole thing hasn't changed you in some kind of way, if you haven't evolved in some kind of way, if you haven't reached a new awareness of some sort in some kind of way, then you then you're untouchable, but not in a good way. That means you're unmovable. That means you're stuck in a spot. You're sleeping. You're not awake. And I found that message to be extremely, um, gosh, poignant and pivotal and inspiring all at the same time, because I agree that if this past few years has not moved you in some profound manner, in some way that has forced you to really look at you, to really look at your life, to reflect upon the things that you have done, decisions you have made, places and things and situations that you have engaged with, relationships in your life, the relationship you have with yourself, to where you can uplift all those things and enhance all those things and you know, even expand on all of those areas, then yeah, you're kind of in a stuck spot, which is sad, right? There's no forward movement. There's no progression. There's no expansion. And life is really at a dead space in that sort of mental, uh, in that mentality. You're not really living, right? Life has stopped already. You're just sort of going through the motions and again, that's not living. So the idea I felt with COVID, at least for me and for some of the people that I know, COVID represented an opportunity to reflect on my life and look at where I want to improve, what I want to do, and, and how can I be a better version of myself in every sense of the way, in every sense of the word, expanding my knowledge base learning about food in a new way, trying new places, creating new relationships with others, learning a new skill, tuning into my own craft and enhancing it. All of these things are wonderful and they all are layers to the person that I am today. 
Similarly, you yourself, you have layers, all of these extra things that you can then layer upon yourself that helps you to blossom in a new way, that helps you to grow and expand and evolve and just really flourish. And as a result, the people around you are impacted in a positive way. And the relationships become sort of the fruit that we bear from doing all of that beautiful and necessary work. And it's, you know, it's like judging a book by the cover and judging the book by the content. Uh, you know, like both are the same. We don't want to judge only about the cover because then we miss the content. We want to look at the whole thing. We want to look at the whole package, the cover, the content, the pages, the titles, the font, the page numbers, the whole thing, right? When you buy a book and you look at the book, you're not only inspired by the, the um, jacket of the book, but you're inspired by the title of the book. You're inspired by the subtitle of the book. You're inspired by the overall messaging of what the book is about, the summary of the book. And of course, as you read through it, you're inspired by the content within the book itself. That is our life. We are breathing, walking, uh, talking stories. We're all books, right? We have the package, we have the, the, the jacket, the book jacket, which is our body. And we, and our mind, our brain, and we have the content, all of the characteristics of what makes us who we are, all of our personality, all of our thoughts and dreams and visions and feelings and thoughts and motivations and desires and passions, fears even, uh, perhaps even some resentments, perhaps some, some concerns, some challenges. All of those things contribute as content to our story of who we are as human beings having uh, this experience in life. We're really spiritual beings having a human experience. And when we look at our life in totality and reflect upon the things that could help us move forward even more and expand further outward those are the steps that we ought to be taking to get us to that next place and the reflective exercise or the death exercise and even just COVID in general are all opportunities to do just that but you have to want to do it you really have to have a, a mindset that you wish to to have that sort of moment with yourself and have those reflective opportunities within your day, within the week, within the month, so that you can keep evolving, that you can continue to grow, that you can continue to shape and shift and, and experience new aspects of who you are as a human being because you're always on, on self-discovery mode with that mindset in place. Self-discovery mode is on autopilot. When you choose to expand and continue to expand yourself and your thoughts and how you feel and your worldviews and how that might impact the relationships that you have and your relationships expand as a result of your mindset, right? And then you discover something new within that relationship as well. So self-discovery, external discovery, relationship discoveries, all of these discoveries happening one after the other after the other consecutively going on. And that is the beauty of a self-reflective mind state. Now, you don't have to think about 
being on your deathbed. That might be too morbid. I get it. It's not a thought for everybody. And it's not that I am trying to be a Debbie Downer. But it is an exercise and an activity which helps one to really savor life, to really live life and not let life pass you by. Because, eh, I don't know, I just don't find that sort of idea to be wonderful. I find that letting life pass you by and that you're just really a bystander, again, is not really living it's just existing. And I want to do, me personally, I want to do more than just simply exist in this world. I want to make a mark. I'm like one of those people that writes on the side of a wall. Not really, I haven't done that in a while. But when I was a kid, I used to write, Colette was here, or I was here. Sometimes if I find wet concrete on the sidewalk where they're making a new sidewalk or a pavement, I might take a stick, sneak it in, Colette was here. You know, I shouldn't do that, but it's fun to do it. So that's my way in a proverbial sense of living my life in a way where I'm saying with my actions, with my, with my intentions that Colette was here. I was here. Now, whether or not people will remember me after I pass away, I could be completely forgotten. But I know that I will have made an impact in this world in some kind of way. I will one day leave this earth knowing that I made this place a better place. And I think that that's a great goal to have for each of us. How can we leave uh, this earth, leaving this earth a better place? Leaving it in better shape than when we first found it. Because when we first were born, the world was one way. And now we live life and we contribute to society. We make good decisions. We try to help steer and guide our children and loved ones in a direction that is going to be fruitful and beneficial for them, right? And that's leaving a mark on the earth and that's leaving the world a better place, right? That's changing the world, being change yourself and willing to go through those changes. And that is the proverbial, I was here, right? You're leaving your mark and you're, and you're leaving this earth a better place than when you first found it. And as long as we are all moving in that sort of space, I think the world over could be super beautiful and amazing. However, we are um, still grappling, some of us, with past childhood traumas, past traumas with other relationships, uh, addiction, uh, abuse, things of that nature loss which is which is its own trauma and 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 if they are unresolved if if they are not sorted out managed worked through or at least at the, at the very least you're working with them within the the emotional state the mental state the the physical body will will be impaired it will be impacted negatively and that is where things start to go a different direction, sort of on a downward spiral. Very hard to get out of that rabbit hole. Once you're in it, you got to really fight to get out of it. And you might need some help, not you specifically, but in the general sense of the word you. Folks might have trouble getting out of those dark holes once they have placed themselves in, in them. So I am not a therapist and there's not a whole lot that I could do about that. But, but I share this information in that if, 
If you are one who is seeking therapy for some assistance with some some things in life, that's awesome. And perhaps having the therapy sessions or whatever holistic alternative you are seeking to assist you in the process of healing, that's great too. And that is what makes the difference between you and someone who is choosing to do the opposite, self-destruct. We don't want to choose the self-destructive path. There's no forward movement there. Um, in fact, that will actually just cause more pain and suffering for the individual and potentially cause pain and suffering for those around them. And we don't want to be a burden on people like that. That's, that's not really fair to them. It's certainly not fair to us as human beings doing that. Um, again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a clinician of any sort. I, but I am just stating information based on my own interactions and conversations with other doctors, other psychologists, other psychoanalysts, other forensic psychiatrists, because I'm always curious about how things occur and why they occur, where they occur, and what the roots are that brings us to a place in our adult life where either A, we're doing well, and we're trying to make a difference in our own life and we're, we're moving forward in a nice direction or B, or number two, we're stuck in one spot idling and we're not progressing and our relationships around us are sour. The relationship we have with ourself is not, is not great. We're suffering both internally and externally and that's not a healthy place to be. So those are your options. What does your life look like? What, where do you want to go in your life? What are the things that you can look back reflecting upon your life right now today? Can you say to yourself that you want to do or change or look into or create for yourself? And if you're in a domestic partnership or you have a loved one with you or whatever, you can have this conversation with them as well. This is something that you can have with your partner or a loved one or a family member if you're cohabitating because you're sharing the space. This is a great topic to discuss with the people within your household. Couldn't hurt. Why not? And why not write things down as well? So journaling, writing things down, keeping track, looking upon things that you want to change, having that stuff in front of you on a piece of paper is nice. It's helpful. It's a good, it's a good habit to create. It's a healthy habit. I think I have done enough rambling at this point about um, self-reflection and perhaps the podcast topic for today could be self-reflection and just looking back on, on life and, and saying, where can you go from here right now today? And I thank you for tuning in to this podcast experience. And I look forward to sharing more information and insights with you very soon.